Aloha everybody, it's Annalisa Burgos here in Honolulu, Hawaii. We're halfway through summer, can you believe it? And uh, the tourists still keep coming in. About 30,000 people uh, flying in from the mainland or you know from overseas anywhere as well as going inter-island. So there's tons of travelers in the air. Uh, you know going back and forth here in Hawaii and we still have our 10-day quarantine anyone coming in needs to do that uh, not inter-island anymore so that's good that's uh, a relief for a lot of people who commute or just want to see relatives and friends but anyone flying in from the mainland uh, US outside the state are required to do a 10-day quarantine but we have exemptions so for example, you can get the negative COVID-19 test. That's the one that's been in place since October or the um, vaccine passport, which started last week. Uh, people have been taking advantage of it. Most people have you know, applied for it more than you know, getting the test done now because it's such a huge inconvenience to get the test. You have to plan for it three days before your departure or at least before your last leg of um, arriving to Hawaii and you know if you want to talk to all the people that have had issues uh, with trying to schedule that trying to time it correctly and then getting the results back from whatever provider um, it's so interesting because we still hear of people not really understanding the rules of the restrictions here and it's been you know almost a month or not a month sorry it's been almost a year uh, with these restrictions and so it's just amazing to me that people just don't know and I guess it's just indicative of the American mindset you know when you're talking about places in the country where maybe they don't travel often and they see these cheap flights from Hawaii or no, for Hawaii actually, yeah, if they, they have a lot of specials and they are, you know, looking for a getaway, an escape from the, uh, you know, the, the mundane cities that they live in. I mean, this is the most exotic you can get. You know, in the past, most Americans will go on tours, on cruises, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, to maybe Asia. I know Thailand, there was tons of tourists, uh, American tourists there. And they're cheap too, right? The flight itself is pricey, but once you get into these countries, some of these countries, they're super cheap. Uh, Europe is a very popular destination. You know, you, you have South America, but you know, the days of international travel are pretty much gone. Uh, it's not gonna be for a while and you know, when Americans have to fly back, they're subject to uh, quarantine, I guess, based on wherever they live, it depends. So that's the challenge with international travel. So all that pent up demand to get out of whatever city people are in goes to Hawaii because we are the most exotic, I guess, destination out there. And uh, yeah, so we're getting a lot of tourists that pretty much don't, aren't prepared. They, they, you know, they see a cheap flight and then they book it and then they you know figure they can just come here show their card and they're good to go their vaccine card but you know how i just don't understand how people just don't know about the restrictions i guess it's because i work in news so i am 
I've followed it ever since the beginning. You know, it's our job too. But even if I was traveling somewhere during the pandemic, I would do a quick Google search just to check, you know, if there's anything I should be aware of. And, and you know, you'll see that there are rules to coming here if you don't want to quarantine. And it just shocks me that people are still, you know, not aware. So what we're seeing in the airport, I went there on Friday, uh, pretty much when the vaccine passport was like, you know, uh, full in, people could use it. And what the screeners were telling me is that people are showing up unprepared. They don't have, they have either they have no clue that there are restrictions or they just didn't want to deal with it because it required, you know, doing it at home, logging in, it, you know, it, it, they didn't want to have to deal with it. So they figured they'll just show up and do it in person. And that's fine and all if you're willing to wait. So what's happening is that so many people have that same mindset of, oh, I'm just going to do it when I get there. And then when you add that all together with multiple people doing that, the wait times, uh, you know, increase. So what could have been a simple process of in and out, all you have to do is show your, your QR code and, and get out of the screening process is actually becoming a lot longer because a lot of people are choosing to do it on site. So that's the, the big hang up right now. And you know, I guess it depends on your attitude. If you are a traveler that, you know, expects to go in and out of the airport really fast, um, then that's your expectation. But if you are, you know, just uh, taking your time and not worried about going fast through the line and you know you're on vacation mode it doesn't matter so you, you probably have a much more positive experience but anyone kind of frustrated and don't want to deal with restrictions will not be happy so the tip I have for everyone is to do the screening at your departure gate all the airlines are doing it now where they're offering wristbands so that you could get cleared at your departure airport so you don't have to do it when you get here because that's the that's that's a bummer like if you're ready to go on vacation you have to stand in this Disneyland looking line you know 30 minutes or more because everyone else is you know procrastinating just like you that's the worst so what I would suggest is you go ahead and do the pre-screening process through your airline because everyone does it now the there are two airlines that aren't really um, doing it as often like there's certain flights so it would be American I'm told as well as Delta so those flights just be aware that you you will have to go into the the general line there's also these apps that are available called clear and common pass so essentially if you want to use those apps you don't get priority screening though the appeal of those apps is that you don't have to print out paperwork or um, you know, show any of your private information to anyone. It's just, uh, I guess, whatever. I haven't used the actual app, but I guess they issue a certain QR code for you too so that all of your information is um, kept private. You don't know your name, your address, any of your health information is not shown on any paper. 
so that's the appeal of that. But I don't know if you if you ask me and you don't really care about holding papers with your name on them and your addresses, you know, if you don't mind carrying those around, then you don't need that third-party app because the bottom line is you're not going to get priority screening with the with that app. I mean, the real benefit of an app like that is at other places other than the airport. So the um, I interviewed someone this weekend from Clear who talked about you know using the app for a festival, music festival, where they required you know test a negative test or a vaccine card, and all you have to do is flash that badge or whatever they give the QR code. Um, so yeah, it's 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 useful in those kinds of sense of senses, but in. Hawaii, where they have their own safe travels program, it, it seems redundant to me, but that's just my, my take on it. So yeah, so that's it. I mean, just interesting to, to hear these stories of people. I mean, after I did that story, people are writing in, commenting, saying, oh, I didn't know that it was going to be this um, intense and involved. My, uh, there was this one lady that wrote and said, oh, my kids booked the trip for us, uh, you know, her and her husband, for their 50th uh, anniversary or 50th birthday, I can't remember, but basically they, it was a gift from their kids. Unfortunately, the kids didn't tell them they had to do all these restrictions. Apparently they just booked them, the, I guess, the flight in the hotel, <laughs> but didn't say, hey guys, you have to have your vaccine card uploaded and you have to have this QR code and it's you know it sounds like they're older so they might not be as tech savvy so they were left in a lurch they actually had to fly back to uh, the mainland to do something I guess get a test or or whatever but they the lady who wrote me said that she was so upset and frustrated by the whole experience that she doesn't want to come back to Hawaii and so again that's great. I mean, if you don't want to deal with all the hoops that you have to jump through in order to be here during a pandemic, then that's the kind of tourist we don't really want, to be honest. I mean, locals here, residents here are already frustrated with how many people are coming in right now, especially, you know, with the variants. Yeah, we're all vaccinated, or at least most of us are vaccinated, but uh, at the same time, it's it's just a case of when is it is enough enough you know and we're also seeing reports of people being disrespectful to wildlife just the other day there was this video circulating of a woman you know her husband had taken a video of her touching a hawaiian monk seal which are endangered which are you know protected by law so technically if you even touch or approach a hawaiian monk seal you are violating federal law and you are subject to a fine and even jail time. So a lot of people don't know that, right? Or I just don't understand, because even if it wasn't illegal, I, I wouldn't want to go up to a seal and just touch it. It's like touching a bear. And I guess people from the mainland don't understand because they think it's a cute seal and seals don't always, aren't portrayed as um, dangerous. But you know, these are dangerous animals. They're wild animals especially if they're with a you know a family or a cub yeah no way they they will totally kill you so the video being circulated is of this woman touching and the monk seal 
uh, snapping at her. And so she ran away. But it just shows, again, the callousness or just the, 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 I guess, obliviousness of some of the tourists just to get a picture or a fun video. Again, the point of that and posting it, that's what gets me. I mean, I get it if you want to take your own picture and keep it private. I mean, I do that myself. I have tons of pictures personally, not of me violating any (laughs) any wildlife uh, rules, but um, just in general, I know people like to just take pictures, but... This particular woman, you know, it just looked like she was doing it to brag and show that, hey guys, look at me, I'm having the time of my life in Maui, or I don't, I forgot where she was, but um, some people are saying that she got married in Maui and then went traveling to Kauai and other places. So the whole purpose of that is to show off on social media, which again, it just means you're not really there for the genuine experience for yourself. It's for you to, to brag to your friends and family that, Hey, look at me, I'm having this great adventure and you're not, you know, and then, then you get this envy, uh, basically amongst other people saying, Oh, well, I want to do that too. This whole social media thing is just a black hole because then everyone starts doing it and then that's when you see all of these people trying to find waterfalls on private land the haiku stairs basically these um these places in nature that are dangerous for people who are not experienced hikers uh people are trying to get there because of these pictures and they just kind of want the same bragging rights yeah i don't get it anyway so just again this is this is i'm just griping at this point because it's been frustrating for not just me but locals and residents who are observing all of these antics and not enough consequences so that's the frustration of a lot of of locals is you know our tax dollars go into rescuing hikers that are inexperienced and get lost or are dehydrated or get hurt because they're doing stupid things uh, beyond their limits and taxpayers have to pay for that emergency response and their rescue. So I think that's one source of frustration. And again, tourists coming in not educated about the culture, about respect for the wildlife. That that in itself is frustrating for a lot of people. And yeah, so that's pretty much um, the sentiment here. And I don't know. Again, I'm originally from the mainland, so I... I don't understand the um, lack of empathy that some of the tourists come or at least have when they come. Uh, And I just hope that attitude changes because at this point, it's just making things worse. And um, whenever I have a visitor, we, you know, we always want to, of course, educate them on what's happening here and um, just be considerate when you're visiting. Like, again, it's that, it's that, (laughs) it's that bad tourist you know um I just remember when I was a kid traveling in Europe and Americans were known to be the annoying disrespectful tourists in whatever country you know that that was I was in because we're loud we're not very respectful generally I have to say um we're just interested in you know, whatever we want to do, as opposed to learning about the historical reference or um, significance of some of the places we're visiting. That's 
pretty much, uh, you know, I guess what American tourists were, were known for. And then it became the Chinese tourists because then you got a lot of,、um, you know, middle class or lower class Chinese. People who were coming into new wealth because the country was getting,、uh, you know, was getting stronger economically. And then you get them traveling to other countries and be exposed when they weren't used to traveling before. So they weren't used to the etiquette, they weren't used to certain ways of doing things in other countries. So they were getting the bad reputation that the Americans once had. So again,、um, that's just an example of. This is the new thing where, again, Americans coming into Hawaii. Sometimes, you know, people will say, oh, well, it's the, part of the United States. We shouldn't have this kind of different way of、uh, looking at, at the state, but that's not true. So, again,、uh, that's an example of not really knowing your destination, not researching it enough. And、um, yeah, I don't know what we could do with this other than continuing to raise awareness that. Hawaii is a special place and it's not someone's playground, a Disneyland to visit, you know.、Um, it is people's home. It's their, it's their way of life, it's their culture. And I'm not native Hawaiian, but just speaking as someone who's lived here for a couple years now, it's, it's very, very frustrating to see, see what's happening, especially after COVID. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. Um, but even now, it's just, it's just been frustrating. You'd think people have developed an appreciation for life and respect, but、um, that is certainly not what we've <laughs> been seeing. And I know it's not everyone, I don't want to generalize, but、um, the few are giving tourists a very bad name. So, anyway, that is what's happening here in Hawaii. I hope you guys stay safe. If you do plan a visit, remember, do some research,、um, be courteous, show aloha, and the locals will show aloha to you. All right, aloha.